0: guys, welcome back to the Corn Hub Pod brought to you by Go Big Ready, your favorite Nebraska TikToker. Um, right away, I just wanna say thank you to all the Husquad homies, uh, all my homies, um, and anyway, my family, my like friends, my day ones. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone that's supporting me. Um, this is my new um, little project that I'm doing, and let's hope it's fun. So um, for any of the people that are new, anyone that's listening or still wants to know um corn hub it's a podcast um we're gonna be doing this once a week twice a week who knows how many times a week um but it's on itunes spotify and youtube um it's gonna be on like everything else but i gotta figure that stuff out because podcasts are they're like stuck in like 2000 or whatever like whenever joe Rogan made it like big or whatever and they're like stuck there and i gotta figure it out so we're gonna do that okay um i need an intro guys Someone hit me up on Insta, at GoBigReady. Let's freaking do this. Um, I'll even pay someone, I guess. I Like, I need something. Like, I need it ASAP, all right? Um, but let's get back to the podcast. Today's podcast, today, we're doing a crazy Nebraska story. Or, <clears throat> crazy Nebraska stories, all right? We're doing something that I do on my TikTok all the time, but we're going to take a deep dive into it, and we're talking about Charles freaking Starkweather. Um, I get this comment a lot, I made a TikTok about him, but um, TikTok's weird, the algorithm algorithm's weird, and people are kind of lazy, so they like, don't go check my profile and just scroll down. So we're going to talk about this dude, because he was a freaking crazy freaking dude, like the most insane of the most insane. Um, We're going to talk about everything about him, um, his early life, um, his relationship with his uh, girlfriend, who was, everyone has mixed emotions about her, but she seemed pretty crazy um we're gonna talk about um the murders he committed and uh the trial and execution of him and uh the victims so let's uh let's freaking get into this guys i hope you enjoy this because it's going to be pretty freaking fun all right So, Charles Starkweather, I don't even know where to begin with this freaking dude, guys. He was, he was freaking insane. He was, um, he was classified as an American spree killer. He literally murdered 11 people in Nebraska and Wyoming from, uh, December 1957 to January 1958. Um, and he was straight out of L-Town, Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska. He... He was uh, born November twenty fourth, nineteen thirty eight. He was the third of seven children. His parents were uh Guy and Helen Starkweather and as I said, he was one crazy motherfucker, like oh my god. Um so his parents, um his dad was a carpenter. Um he was uh his dad was unemployed a lot. Like he um he had trouble keeping a job because he had arthritis in his hands and you can't really uh be a carpenter if you have arthritis you know so uh that meant that his mom had to pick up a lot of the slack so uh while uh his father was employed his mom uh would work she was like a waitress mainly so uh yeah his parents uh they had a lot of trouble with income so uh they said that maybe that had a lot to do with his early life and his early childhood him having uh, like uh a tough childhood and him just turning into the man he turned into because holy freaking crap guys um he uh he attended uh for any of the people in Outtown who are any of the people in Lincoln, Nebraska who know this, um, he attended Saratoga Elementary, um, Irving Junior High, and Lincoln High. So if any of you guys went there, uh, you're walking the hall same halls that like a a freaking uh murderer, like a freaking crazy dude walked. So that's pretty insane. Maybe one of your classmates is uh just like Starkweather. Hope not. Um so starkweather like really recalls nothing positive from his schooling but his uh his family like totally believed otherwise his family thought uh like i don't know starkweather he seemed like a, like a really big old liar when i was reading about him so i don't know who to believe about anything about him but um at least they caught him um he had a birth defect it was called a genova Varum. that's what i'm gonna go with genova room it, it, it caused his legs to be misshapen and um. Uh, he also had a stutter so like that really didn't help with him in school so um those two things really uh they caused him to get bullied because like this is like in the this is like the 1940s or 19 like yeah late yeah early 1940s or mid 1940s so uh having those two things as a kid not freaking good trust me um as he grew older the only subject he really excelled in was gym because uh as you'll learn this guy is pretty freaking dumb so uh he began to pack on this or pack what the heck pick on the same exact kids that teased him which uh i mean kind of makes sense like once you do the same if kids were teasing you and you got bigger and stronger than them that's like just kind of how like childhood works sadly um this was a a change honestly because uh before he got bigger and stronger he was one of the more well behaved kids in the school and in his community um his friend, uh, Bob Von Busch, said that uh, he could be the kindest person you've ever seen. He'd do anything for you if he liked you. He was a lot of fun to be around, too. Everything was just one big joke to him. But he had this other side. He could be mean as hell and cruel. If he if he saw some poor guy on the street who was bigger than he was, better looking or better just, he'd just try to take the poor da- bastard down to his size. So, um, yeah, this guy, uh, even growing up, was pretty freaking crazy. Um... But um once he uh after school he uh he met this girl, um Carly Ann Fugate. <clears throat> um she was only 13 and he was like 19. Um he met her because uh he previously dated her older sister. Um so um how it all started was uh he dropped out of high school to work at a Western Union warehouse, uh newspaper warehouse, which was exactly next to her junior high school, guys this dude's like 19 too so like um, kind of sus um, of all the pl- uh, of all the employees in the warehouse his boss said he was the dumbest man we had um, so yet again as I said this dude is pretty freaking dumb um, this he was he taught her how to drive like this is freaking like insane and uh, he crashed his uh, dad's or she crashed his dad's 1949 Ford into another car I bet you that was a nice freaking car back then yeah, my, my puppy's sleeping, so you might hear her yipping, so I'm uh, I'm sorry. Um, Since uh, the car was at his father's, he was pretty freaking pissed, and the dad had to pay the freaking damages, and uh, his father and him, they argued about it, and it resulted in him getting literally kicked out because his father couldn't condone him having a 13-year-old girlfriend and letting her drive his 1949 Ford when she didn't even have a freaking license, like, makes freaking sense so um after he got kicked out he uh became a garbage collector he started working for minimum wage because he uh um i don't know he just didn't want to work at the warehouse anymore so that's what he ended up doing and uh this is where he came up with the philosophy um dead people are all on the same level which is kind of freaking creepy but um yeah so I don't know if his obsession with, uh, Carol, Carol, did I say Carly? I, uh, yeah, it's Carol, um, caused this, but, um, yeah, it was kind of freaking weird. So, um, back to Carol. So, Carol and Fugate, um, she grew up poor. This is, uh, I don't it still makes no excuse for being with this dude this whole entire time. We'll get to it. Um, and she, uh. So, so she grew up poor and they had no indoor plumbing um, she had two sisters barbara and betty we'll get we'll get to one of them um she was uh honestly just described as poor there's very not like not much about her in her early life there's only like a lot about her when she's with uh um charles i can't why can not even remember that dude's name weird um del harding who co- uh, the reporter who co- like covered the crime said that uh she was described as emotionless, cold, and never smiling. But um, there might be, there's, there's some reasons for that. There's not even might be, there are some freaking reasons for that. So yeah, that's freaking uh, Caroline Fugate. So let's move on to the first murder that Charles Darkweather committed. Um, it was a gas station attendant. His name was Robert Culvert, and it happened on November 30th. 1957. The craziest part about this was Charles was mad at the dude for not selling him a stuffed animal on freaking credit. So, since after he was uh, after he wasn't able to buy the freaking stuffed animal on credit because the dude was a dumb broke boy, uh, Stark bet weather came back several times throughout the night to buy like small things, which is freaking already creepy. Like, you already got a thing that's sus, and like um and after a few purchases the dude showed up with a freaking shotgun guys like that's i don't know. <laughs> you would think after like the first two you're like uh let's lock the doors let's close early but um so starkweather forces uh culver to give him a hundred dollars and uh which he does because the dude has a freaking shotgun who wouldn't do that like a hundred dollars isn't worth my life i hope a hundred dollars isn't worth anyone's life I'll always give someone the money um And then they head out to a a remote area in Nebraska. So probably outside of Lincoln. Um, A struggle for the uh, shotgun was made. But um, in the end, Starkweather wins the fight and uh, shoots the dude right in the head, which is freaking crazy. And uh, that's just the first of very many. So that was in 1957, almost at the end of 1957, November 30th. we're going to fast forward to uh January 21st 1958 and the month of January was pretty freaking insane for uh Starkweather and Fugate um so on January 21st 1958 Starkweather came to get Fugate from his girlfriend's home her parents obviously said no cuz the dude was freaking crazy like they didn't even know about the murders yet but they definitely like they said no like no this resulted in a dark weather getting kind of freaking pissed, which is, I mean, uh, I don't know, weird. Like, the the parents said, no, the, the chick's like in high school, like, just leave, bro, You're, go to the bar or something. So, unfortunately, this resulted in him uh, fatally shooting both uh, Fugate's mother, Velda, and her stepfather, Marion bar- Bartlett. I don't know why I couldn't pronounce it it's a really easy last name <clears throat> um, I, I, it's not the vid guys I promise you if you listen to the first podcast I, it's not the vid um he then strangled Fugate's baby sister um, she was only two years old which is really freaking sad um he, he then hid the bodies behind the house um the two stayed in the, in the house until uh um Fugate uh Fugate's grandmother arrived because uh, she was kind of suspicious, and uh, she arrived with cops. Um, but they were Fugate and Starkweather already gone. Um, Starkweather says that Fugate was there the whole entire time, <coughs> but uh, Fugate Carol she uh, she claims that uh, she was not there, which um, this is like this is the point in the podcast where you like have to decide whether or not you side with Fugate or Carol on whether or not she was held hostage the whole entire time or she wasn't because um she sticks with him after this so the hostage thing kind of makes sense but who knows um he apparently uh so Carol said that he apparently met her with a gun and said that um so oh yeah wait let's rewind so Carol said she showed up to the house and Starkweather had a gun and he said that he was holding the family hostage and he would uh spare them if she would just cooperate with him. Well, um that obviously didn't happen. Um So, uh yeah, I mean I don't know who to side with, but I mean I don't know what to side with yet on Carol if at this point of the podcast, but holy crap, I mean the dude killed your family and your baby sister and like it was a couple months so you had to have a had a chance to get away or at least get back to the dude like that's your freaking family so um right after or not right after but a few days after the um he murdered uh carol's parents his girlfriend's parents who then continues to stay with them they drive to a farmhouse a family friend august meyer um he lived in bennett nebraska and Starkweather just goes there and kills him with a shotgun blast to the head. And the worst freaking part, this is the thing that makes me hate him the most. He shoots and kills Myers' dog. Like, why does the dog have to be part of this? That's so fucked up. Like, fuck you, Starkweather. Fuck Starkweather for life, bro. Um, but yeah, that was pretty quick, pretty senseless, and kind of fucked up, obviously. They then move on to uh, Jensen and Kara... Carol King, Jensen and Carol King, um, they fled in a car that uh, after killing a Meyer, and they got stuck in the freaking mud. And unfortunately, Jensen and Carol King show up and they offer to give them a ride. Like, mean, damn, that's just like they're trying to be good people. And she's so Starkweather forces them to drive uh, him and Fugate to. A storm cellar like an abandoned storm cellar in Bennett Nebraska he then shoots Jensen in the back of the head he uh, attempts to rape Carol King but the dude's too soft and uh, he's he, he couldn't he, he wasn't able to do so um, since he wasn't able to do so he just got mad and just shot her um, Starkweather um, later admitted to shooting Jensen but claimed uh, that Fugate uh, shot King fugate said or carol said that she stayed in the car the whole entire time so who knows what to believe she um they both have conflicting stories the whole entire time so who knows but sheesh um so after killing both of them um uh they head to uh, the well a wealthy part of lincoln where they head to the home of c lauer and clara ward and uh they they get there or they are like they're just like scoping out houses I guess and they get there and uh they choose a house and uh see Lauer and Clara they're not even freaking there it's the maid there and uh they've stabbed the freaking maid to death um that's so fucked up like imagine just going to work there like you're going to work for like your rich ass bosses and you get stabbed to death i feel so bad for her her name was Lillian Fenkel. peace, Lillian. Um, Clara um, then arrives to the house and uh, she's, she's stabbed too. Um, Starkweather says he only threw the knife at her and uh, that Fugate stabbed her to death. Um, but Who knows who to believe with all that crap? Like, All I know is that people got killed and Starkweather and Fugate were there. Uh, so you guys can connect the dots if you want or do your own research. They unfortunately Lauer comes uh, comes home, and he's just shot to death. Thank God. Like I'd rather get shot to death than fucking stabbed to death. Um, They then pack Lauer's nineteen fifty nine or nineteen fifty six Packard with stolen jewelry, and they uh, flee Nebraska because obviously uh, shits getting hot. Like they got to know that it's dark weather by now. So the deaths of uh, a. See Lauer and Clara Ward, it's uh, kind of pisses off L-Towners. I mean, wouldn't you kind of be freaking pissed by now if uh, these people are just driving around killing people and, like, they're not getting caught? Um, so law enforcement uh, agencies in the region, like everywhere in the region, they sent officers on a house-to-house search for these dudes. Like, uh, the freaking governor freaking even contacted the National Guard to try and find these people. The uh, Lincoln chief of police called for a block by block search of the whole entire city of lincoln but um that didn't appease like any of the citizens they accused them of incompetence for not capturing the pair so i mean they were probably doing everything they could and just couldn't please anyone so after the uh, after fleeing nebraska they head to wyoming douglas wyoming where um they needed a new, and uh they were being spotted a lot so they kind of needed a new car and this is where they run into merrill collison and uh he was he was just asleep uh in his buick along the highway and uh he was awakened and literally fatally shot but um so there's conflicting reports on who did this um well not even reports it's it's dark weather and fugates word um uh Starkweather later accused Fugate of performing a coup de gras after his shotgun jammed. Um, Starkweather claimed that Fugate was the most trigger happy person he had ever met, but Fugate denied ever, ever killing like anyone. I bet your lawyer said that because like he's like, yo, we can pin all this on Starkweather if we try and at least get you like a few years and not like dead. So um, we're gonna. That's like basically it and or not it but like the gist of like all the fucked up shit they did because like holy crap gosh My god i'm just glad because just researching this stuff was insane um but now we're gonna move on to the capture of stark weather and few game so Starkweather was a uh, he was pretty freaking dumb obviously and he didn't know or I don't know how you don't know but the salesman's car had a parking brake which was something new to Starkweather but I guess it is like the 1950s so it makes kind of sense you know Um, or yeah it makes a whole lot of sense because like like a calculator like a simple calculator would freak the people out back then Um, so while he attempted to drive away the car stalled because the brake had not been released fucking dummy Um, he tried to start the engine but a passing motorist uh, named Joe Sprinkle Stopped to help. Starkweather threatened him with a rifle, and an altercation literally, in, like, in, like, like, obviously, if you, someone freaking threatens you with a freaking rifle, well, freak, you, you, be yo, what the fuck is up? But guess what? At that current moment, the uh, what is it? Natrona County Sheriff uh, Deputy, uh, not the Natrona County Sheriff Deputy, William Romer arrived on the freaking scene. William freaking <laughs> Romer, bro, he showed up. He's like this this shit is ain't going down what are you crazy dudes doing come on now um and this is where Fugate ran to him yelling something to the to the effect of uh it's dark weather he's going to kill me and they freaking get him or or or, Romer gets him so um yeah the dude literally got cut thankfully because he didn't even know to release the parking brake like come on bro um and also you're threatening to do with the rifle like do something or i guess take his car or something be smarter so uh yeah he was pretty freaking dumb and thankfully he did not kill Romer or um uh, joe sprinkle shout out joe sprinkle and william Romer, the two homies who stopped charles freaking starkweather so um after starkweather was captured um Starkweather chose to be extradited from Wyoming to Nebraska. And, uh, he arrived there in late January, 1958. So that meant, uh, Fugate was coming with two. He believed that either state would, uh, execute him. But the dude wasn't a, like, he didn't know that the governor of Wisconsin opposed the freaking death penalty. Again, Starkweather is a freaking dumbass. Um, so yeah. Starkweather, uh, first saw that he, uh, kidnapped Fugate, and that she had nothing to do with the murders but um he changed the story so like the dude just flip flop, who knows what to believe um he actually testified against her in trial at trial so um that yeah so that's what he thought fa- that was his final thing that was that's what he went to the, went to bed with i guess um if so you get on the other hand she uh always said that she was uh held hostage by uh stark for uh because uh, he's threatening to kill her family, even though she was a—they uh, were already dead—and uh, she claimed that uh, she was unaware that they were already dead. But like, come on, now, bro. Who would be who? Who else would be holding him hostage? Where would they be? Um, obviously the judge did not believe him or her. Like, I—I don't—I—I'm so conflicted. But you can't be with the like. No, you can't play dumb. Like, your family's dead. The dude's killing all these people you don't think he killed your family after um them saying that you two can't hang out psych bro come on now homie um um he determined that she literally had way too many opportunities to escape um and then uh the judge uh, determined that when uh Starkweather was taken to uh penitent or the jail after trial that he was to be freaking executed um he said if uh, Starkweather said if he had to be executed, bruh, freaking Fugate had to also. And uh, so the only thing that happened was Starkweather was only convicted for one murder and it was of Jensen. Um, he was sentenced to death and executed by electric chair at uh a.m. on January 25th, 1959 in Lincoln, Nebraska. He gave no last words. Um but um he did write a letter to his parents. He said, uh, "But dad, I'm not really sorry for what I I'm not real sorry for what I did cause for the first time me and Carol had some fucking fun." So <laughs> Um following the execution, Starkweather was buried in Wayuca Cemetery along with five of his victims. Isn't that just insane? like five of his victims were also laid to death or laid to rest in the same exact place that their murder was too that's, that's so fucked up um, Fuget was convicted as a, an accomplice and received a life sentence on uh, November 21st 1958 but she was paroled uh, 17 and a half years later in June of 1976 she now lives in um, Lansing, Michigan so, wow, um, I don't even know what to say about these two people, but um, I would like to know what you guys think about uh, Fugate and Starkweather, because trust me, these people, these two were freaking insane. Do you guys think Fugate meant to do it? Do you guys are meant to stay with her uh, crazy ass boyfriend, or did was she held hostage? I'd really like to know. as always guys thank you for listening you guys are the best there's going to be plenty more to come um there's this really cool thing on the anchor link where if you guys download the anchor app you can send in voice messages and you can literally be on the podcast so you guys should do that um again follow me on twitter at go big ready insta at go big ready snapchat at go big ready follow the podcast on twitter at cornhub pod or insta at cornhub pod and tiktok at cornhub pod gbr boys gbr girls let's go beat rutgers